ambitious. If you set similar goals, ambitious goals like the ones that I set, there's no way you're gonna hit them because you don't have the right tools. Correct. That I have built to get there. Yeah. And that's what I would call over ambition versus a smart. Hey, I'm working on a Wednesday, they up again the next day. So and so is popping, man. I skip him like your leg day. I've done a host chat in a very, very long it's time. It's been a while, right? bro. It's been, it's been a minute. It's been a significant while. Definitely. And I'm and I'm happy to be back because we get to share our opinions. We get to chat too, you and I, Rigo, and we get to chat with our audience. We're not with our audience, but mm -hmm. we get to chat for our audience here and uh, kind of share our opinion over something that I feel like a lot of you listeners, a lot of the people that are listening to us. Everybody. If you Everybody. are listening to Inside the Millennial Mindset, you have had these conversations before and you've thought about it before and you might even be going through it right now. Exactly. So today's topic is going to be ambition and not just ambition, but over ambition, the good, the good part and the bad part about it. And the ugly. Of course, we're going to share our personal experiences, things that we've been through. Maybe it's something that you've been through, especially being that, you know, we have those those uh, entrepreneurial business mm -hmm. owners and we have those, uh, you know, uh, high producers. What do you call it, bro? Uh, those uh, top producers and high performers. Is that what you say? The high performers. Yes, <laughs> there sir. There you go. We have that kind of audience here. So I'm sure you guys have felt it. Um, I wanted to start this episode by reading the actual um, definition of ambition. So ambition is a strong desire to do or to achieve something, typically requiring determination and hard work. When we hear the word ambition, we think it's something good. We think it's something positive. We think it's something like, yeah, this person is ambitious. Like I have ambition. I'm, I'm pushing myself past the limit. I'm pushing mm -hmm. towards something better. Um, but there's also a negative that comes with it. It's a very thin line. Yeah, there's a very thin line. And I feel like a lot of us have crossed that. And that thin line is called over ambition. Um, I think when we are over ambitious, we kind of jump on a on a treadmill and mm -hmm. just run. We don't get anywhere, but we're just running. We're running. We're running, and it's causing us. Uh, what but is running it? Running where? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We're kind of like running endlessly, mm -hmm. right? That over ambitious uh, uh, person. I mean, I, I can say that I was that myself at one point. And I took to this day, I still struggle with overambition. Yeah, I think it's a it's a cycle that we get into and mm -hmm. we have to kind of snap ourselves out of it mm -hmm. at times because we have to understand that we don't always have to grind. Sometimes we have to focus on aligning rather than grinding. Mm -hmm. And also being being very cognizant of what exactly you're grinding for. Because, you know, like, like, like you said, you, you gave us a definition of what ambition is, but there is a balance, you know, it's called hunger, humility, perseverance, and the very last one is perspective. And the perspective is very important because what exactly are you grinding for? You have your ambition, but what exactly is your ambition and where is it leading you? Because over, like you said, over ambition is a very thin line. And once you cross it, where exactly does it go? For example, I mean, this is, these are the conversations that me and Rico have on a regular basis, you know, between ourselves and with a lot of our friends that, you know, we just chat with on a regular basis. We're all ambitious individuals. But the thing is, if you listen to an episode that we did with Frank Downstar, that dude absolutely killed it. And he definitely, you know, kicked me and Rico, and Rico in the ass. He kind of showed us that you can always do more. Right. And you can absolutely always do more. This, you, like whatever you're able to fit on your plate, mm -hmm. you're able to add more into it depending because you can always get a bigger plate and a bigger plate. Yep. But once you get into the routine of you're like, okay, I can do this. I can definitely do this. I can take on more. You can, you will eventually get to a point where you might be even be shooting for more without a purpose. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I get what you're saying there, bro. That's, that's completely true. I think we get so obsessed with, uh, with winning. Mm -hmm. We get so obsessed with achieving with that feeling, because I feel like we get this, um, 
ambition comes with a with a with a, a beautiful reward at the end of mm-hmm. achieving something right we're so ambitious toward a goal we're so ambitious toward like for example with you we go like you, you if you set a goal like i want to sell these many units in e-commerce e-commerce mm-hmm. and it's an ambitious goal it's something like maybe let's say your your normal month is 50 units of mm-hmm. whatever it is you're selling and you say i want to double down and i'm going to sell i'm going to sell 100 units right you sell those 100 units and then that feeling you get afterwards, like, fuck, yeah, I did it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it comes with that sweet like uh, that, that that feeling you get at the end of accomplishing something that was ambitious. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's second to none because it's mm-hmm. like we're proving to ourselves that, yes, we can do it. Yes, we're badasses. And no matter what, you, you kind of feel like you're on top of the world. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I feel like when we become addicted to that feeling. Um, we we start losing perspective on on what exactly the the end goal is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you guys a, a very personal example. I was I was talking to my girl. I was talking to Shayna not mm-hmm. too long ago. Um, her and I we we usually like to have these conversations about uh, things that we notice in each other. And mm-hmm. um, she was being very very open, but I feel like this was a conversation that was almost difficult for her to approach with me because of how I am. I'm an ambitious person. And when I say I'm ambitious, I'm not ambitious only in business. I'm also very ambitious in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean by this is that I look to have the best relationship that I can potentially have. Um, but I also have to understand that relationships aren't perfect. Yes, we're probably going to argue. Yes, we're probably going to disagree. Yes, it's probably going to get ugly sometimes. But it can't always be perfect. Um, what I mean by this is that she was telling me you're always upset when when things aren't going good with us but you have to understand that it's not always going to be perfect you can't be so ambitious you can't be overly ambitious and and expect the relationship to be all peaches and cream all the time Mm -hmm. realistically it's not relationships are tough especially for people you know and 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 entrepreneurs and and i mean for people in her industry too i mean she's super busy she's an estate manager so Mm -hmm. she deals with a lot of crap you know what i mean so i think that's when she made me realize that I wasn't only over ambitious in business, but I was also over ambitious in my personal life. So I think that this whole ambition thing can be applied to any area of our life. And sometimes we don't see that we're being over ambitious in specific areas of our life. Like, for example, I give you guys this, you know, my, my, my relationship. I wanted a perfect relationship. I wanted no arguments. Let's be honest. You, you, we can't have that. Oh, no, absolutely not. We man. cannot have that. I mean, we're two different humans. We're with two different universes in our minds. So we're not going to have a perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do things that she, that are going to upset her, not on purpose. She's going to do things that upset me, not on purpose. I hope not. Right. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's like we can't. I think we have to be fair. I think mm-hmm. that might be the right word for me. Um, I think we have to be fair when setting these ambitious goals and understanding that, um, yes, we have to always push for more and, and do more, but we can't jump into this cycle. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because with my relationship thing, I was jumping in this cycle where I was getting upset a lot because we weren't good. So that was kind of like a, a contradictory because I was we were happy everything was good and then something very small would upset me and then i'd be like it would shit. Go out of your planned path exactly and i'd go like shit man like this is always the same thing and then i'd realize like wait a minute wait a minute i'm just making it worse by acting this way so that over ambition was more getting in the way i was shooting myself in the foot mm-hmm. so i think that's where she made me realize that i was a very over ambitious person in a relationship and it was it's an area of opportunity for me um 
But not just that, also in, in other things, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing to be overly ambitious, but there's like, we go back to that very thin line, man, and you just touched on it very slightly where you started getting sad. You started you started letting your kind of like mood, you know, your state of yeah. mind crumble under the expectation that you had before. You're like, wow, I set this overly ambitious goal for myself. This is how I imagined it in my head. I was feeling right. it in my head and it didn't happen and didn't go according to the way I wanted to go. And then you start going on this cycle of, some people would call it depression. I'm going to use depression just because that's a word everyone understands where your mental state starts getting a little bit yeah. bad. Maybe you start doubting yourself. Maybe you start saying, wow, I couldn't even pull this. Imagine, I'm not imagining everything. I couldn't even pull this plan off in my head. Right. And transfer it into my life the way that I thought it was. And mm -hmm. you start thinking, having feelings of inadequacy, anxiety, maybe even panic. Yeah. And it's a very common thing that happens with overambition, which is what makes it a negative thing. However, there's a way that you can prevent it. You can prevent it by happening because if you go in it with no expectation whatsoever, right? You set overly ambitious goals, but you release yourself from the expectation that that's exactly going to happen. Right. You set your ambitious goal, you put your ambitious want into the universe, and then understand that it might or might not happen that way you right. release yourself from the guilt and not the, not the guilt you you release yourself from the weight of that ambitious goal of it not manifesting itself right and if you release yourself from the expectation it, it will hurt you less when it doesn't happen right i think i think really what uh one of my favorite quotes for something like that would be you know you just got to shoot for the stars and you land in the moon exactly i mean like you still we still take the time and and we still set that ambitious goal um but we understand that if it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that we're in a bad place. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're still striving for more. And guess what? Maybe we did have that. Maybe instead of setting, for example, what I, I said earlier about you selling 50 units versus selling 100, mm -hmm. maybe you set your goal instead of 100, you set an overambitious goal of 150, mm -hmm. but then you land at 100. Would you be upset? Well, maybe you'd be upset for a second that you didn't hit the 150, but guess what? You still doubled your your sales. And you might have not even hit 100 exactly if you exactly. would if you hadn't set that overambitious goal. Right. So I think that's what it is. Um, one thing that I learned when I was at uh, right now that we're talking about this, a lot of stuff is coming back from um, when I was working at that big bank. Uh, one thing that I appreciated a lot was these um, uh, sales meetings with my managers, right? Mm -hmm. And I appreciated it because of the type of managers that I had. I had some really cool, um, really great influences in in, in business uh, while I was at the bank. And one of the things that uh, my managers would do, and I actually, Dustin, my friend Dustin, Dustin mm -hmm. he was on the podcast. Um, I still have these kind of conversations with him. We have to shoot for goals that are higher than what we believe we can achieve. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have to know what is attainable. Like, let's say, for example, I set my goal for five sales this month. Okay. I know I've hit five sales consistently for the last three months. Mm -hmm. That means I can do it. Mm -hmm. I already have the influence. I already have the, the sphere of influence. I'm sorry. I've, I've got the clients. Up. I can do five. Okay. Well, let's bump that goal up to eight. Mm. Okay. Why are we going to bump it up to eight? Because it's going to push you to work even harder. You know what I mean? To get to that next level. Maybe five with five sales, I'm just coasting. Right. But remember, I started with nothing. At one point I was at zero and at one point one cell was exciting. Well, I ended up getting to five. So now let's push that bar higher. Um, setting that overambitious goal, understanding if I hit five and I stay consistent, that's great. But still wanting to do more mm -hmm. um, again, shooting for the stars, landing on the moon. That was one of the. Uh, one of the things that my managers would tell me all the time, and I think it's a great way to see um, a great perspective on on um, on setting your goals and setting whatever ambitious goals, mm -hmm. whatever, you know what I mean? Um, understanding that if we land somewhere near it, we're still doing great. 
it might not be the goal that we set, but it's still doing great. And we're still in a good position. We're better mm-hmm. than we were previously. So I think um, coming to an understanding with that and, and also um, really asking ourselves, do we have the right tools exactly to get to that ambitious goal? Like, I was, when I was when I was going, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to make that point as well because there's something that happens to a lot of us. You know, we're, we're all on social media, we're all on TikTok, we're all on Instagram. Some of us are on Clubhouse, and we're surrounded by people. You know, in our sphere of influence, you're yeah. sur- like you're surrounded by the you're you're the equivalent of the five people you surround yourself with, and you like the majority of us high performers. We're surrounded by beasts in their field, yeah. right? And sometimes in different industries, but still industries that we're interested in. There's a saying that you have to emulate the the ones that you want to be like. So mm-hmm. you just talked about having the right tools. You see, let's say you're you're in the mortgage industry, and I'm in the e-commerce field. However, you want to somehow tap into the e-commerce field. If you can, if you if you set similar, me and you talk on a regular basis. If you set similar goals, ambitious goals like the ones that I set, there's no way you're gonna hit them because you don't have the right tools correct that i have built to get there yeah and that's what i would call over ambition versus a smart ambitious goal like you said hey i know i hit five i have the right tools to hit five i have the right acquaintances and the right uh circle of influence to hit five i can yeah. do eight yeah. that's a very smart ambitious goal versus saying i'm gonna do 100 units in e-commerce with no tools no ambitious yep. and no infrastructure to even get there exactly it's like again like you said it's like me trying to say I'm in mortgage and then I'm going to jump in mm-hmm. e-commerce and do hundred units overnight. Like, uh, no, mm-hmm. I don't even know what, how e-commerce works. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's where that over ambition comes in. Um, I, 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 I bring him back um, to the conversation because I just talked to Dustin about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were talking about how important it is to, to grow. And, and I somehow tie it together with ambition um, and having the right tools. Like for, for, for example, for me, I have to have a mentor, I mean, mm-hmm. oh, no matter no matter what level I'm at, bro, I'm always gonna have a coach. I'm always gonna have a mentor. I'm because I'm not I'm not perfect, man. And the thing is that to me, a coach is like a a, a tool. It allows you to excel your current level and and get to that that next level, right? Your your ambitious goals. It helps you reach those ambitious goals, right? They kind of give you the cheat codes. Mm-hmm. I always like to call it that. They give you the cheat codes. They 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 help you get through things that they went through and prevent you from going through. So I think that's um, that's another very important thing to have. You know, you have to have the right tools when you're setting these ambitious and over ambitious goals. Um, I think over everything, really, what we're trying to say here is we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We all understand what it feels like. Mm-hmm. We've all felt the anxiety. We've all had the panic attacks. I feel. I feel like shit. Entrepreneurship should come with a with an introduction introductory packet that says this comes with anxiety. This comes with depression. This comes with uh, <laughs> with panic attacks. I feel like I feel like mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, um, being self employed. I feel like that. Uh, there there has to be a kit uh, kit out there that that comes with that. It says you're gonna have anxiety attacks sometimes. You might. You know what I mean? You're you gonna set overly ambitious skin. goals. You may set overly ambitious goals and cry the next day because you didn't reach them. But hey, it's all part of the process. I think really, like I said, what we're trying to tell you guys here is we feel you. We understand the feeling of and it's completely normal. Not reaching these goals. 100 percent normal. We all go through it. We all go through it. We just have to figure out a way to not stay stuck in it. Mm-hmm. Um Guys, it's it's part of the process. It's part of the process. Not everything is going to be perfect all the time. Guess what? If you didn't hit it this month, well, you have next month to hit it. Um, the beautiful thing, I, I, or the thing that I like so much about 
you know, every morning or, or every Monday, I'll say Monday because I love Mondays. It's, we have a new week, you know what I mean, to set new goals and to, mm -hmm. you know, uh, set attainable goals. I think what's helped me um, the most has been that I write down my goals and I also write down a list of things that I have to do to reach those goals. So let's say, mm -hmm. for example, I'm going to give you guys a very, very specific example here. I like to say that I do set very ambitious goals for myself because I want to push myself to grow past mm -hmm. the limit. Um, or past the, the position where I'm at now. But I also have to understand what activities I have to continuously do in order to get there. If I want to hit 10 closed escrows by the end of the month, that means that I have to make at least, at least 200 calls a week. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to get two or three deals out of those 200 calls a week. Okay. There's four weeks in the month. If I want to hit 10 deals at the end of the month, I have to have at least two and a half deals a week. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have to make at least, at least 200 either phone calls or send 200 emails or, or reach out to 200 people or try to talk, have 200 conversations. That's very doable. Very doable if we really focus on it. In seven days, we can get that done. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sending out emails. I mean, I send maybe 25 emails a day, mm -hmm. uh, just reaching out to my past clients reaching out to to people why because i want to get to that goal okay but we have to be able to scale our our goal mm -hmm. we have to be able to say again going back to if i want to get 10 deals in a month i have to be able to get two and a half deals a week which means i have to make this many phone calls a day which send out this many phone uh emails a day i have to touch base with this many real estate professionals a mm -hmm. day and i have to do all these things and remember it's those little things those little actions those little um yeah those little actions that we take every single day that will get us to that ambitious goal. So what I'm hearing is that an ambitious individual knows his numbers, knows his goals, has a mentor that's going to help him align to his goals, and also has a certain path that he has set for himself, which could be a schedule or certain, you know, like deadlines that he has for himself. An ambition addict sets big ambitious goals with no set path on how he's going to do it. Probably saw somebody that was doing something similar and said, hey, I want to do the same thing with, again, no structure on how to do it, and probably has no mentor. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I hear, right? The difference between an ambition addict, somebody who just sets overly ambitious goals versus somebody who has debt, like who has ambition in them, but is being very strategic about reaching them. Yeah, I agree 100% with the way that you said it right now. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, the overly ambitious person or the ambition addict mm -hmm. um, is going to be the person that's just kind of, uh, how my, my, uh, my, <laughs> There's a guy in my office that likes to say it this way, throw shit on the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I would consider an overly ambitious person, somebody that doesn't really know where they're going, doesn't really know what they want, just knows that they want to make money or they want to reach that huge, crazy goal. Mm -hmm. They're just going to throw it on the wall and see if it sticks. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, obviously, they're going to be affected by shit. I couldn't make it happen. Well, no shit, you couldn't make it happen. You didn't have the right plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any ambitious goal is going to take a plan. You have to put a plan in place in order to get to that position, mm -hmm. right? For example, like us, we've we've been able to grow this podcast because we have a plan. Mm -hmm. Now we have a plan. When did we start growing, Rigo? The podcast started growing when we started putting a plan in place. Absolutely, yes. Prior to that, it was just kind of like we're overly ambitious. Again, what did we do? We were throwing shit on the walls. We were waiting to see if it stuck. We were hoping that it stuck. We had no niche. We had no structure. We had nope. no office. We had nothing. And now we have just our a, office space. Yeah. Just a plan. Just a big ambitious plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like we have that. You know what I mean? We we have that. We have that going. We're 
you know, we're, we're doing okay. We're doing good. And I feel like we're getting to the position that we want to get to. Why? Because we have a plan in place. Mm -hmm. So I think it's that. I think really that's where we, where we see the difference between an overly ambitious person and uh, an educated, ambitious person. Mm 